Welcome to another episode. Today we'll touch on the finals again. Uh, C. Wayne will enlighten us on the big savings that the Biden administration has given us earlier this month that you may not be aware of. It'll break open every bank that you want to go to. Cheap. That's, that's it. That's it. O- open your IRAs now. Uh, and to round out the episode, I will, uh, I'll let the guys laugh at my expense. I, I'll, I'm going to tell a story about how apparently I look much older than what I am. So with me, as always, is my right-hand man to the left, C. Wayne. What's up? There you go. And my producer, Brandon Torres. Hey. All right, fellas, as always, let's get into it. And before we get started, um, Brandon sent me the link earlier today, and I feel like it's just super... Uh, I don't know, man. I think it is kind of important to touch on it. Uh, Biz Marquis uh, passed away uh, this past Friday uh, at 57 years old. Um, from what I read on the New York Times, uh, there's no, uh, you know, cause of death or, or even where he, he passed. But, uh, we, you know, we did know that he had type 2 diabetes and he diagnosed in his uh, late 40s and all this kind of stuff. And so, I mean, it, it could have been complication of that, but, you know, who knows. But, you know, um, as far as an artist goes that gave every off-key singer uh, just a karaoke jam, so, you know, let's let's give a, a you know, a, a good rest in peace to uh, Bismarck Key. So, uh, moving past that, first off, do, do either of you guys have any respects you want to pay to Bismarck Key? Uh, no, other than I didn't realize that he was a little bit of an acclaimed actor there. He's been done notable cameos in movies like Men in Black 2. Yeah, yeah, the beatboxing and alien in, in uh, Men in Black 2. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. So, uh, okay, so let's let's just kind of, of course, Colby doesn't have anything to say, but he's like, I don't know who Bismarck he is. Another but, dead person, that's all I know. Oh, we always yeah. talk about dead people. We do go there a lot. We do. But we well, show respect. We show respect. When is Rest due. in peace. Yes. Bismarck. Kobe Bryant. Rip Nipsey. Mac Miller. Paul Walker. XXX. My gosh, we've talked about a lot of them. Let's stop doing this. It's getting depressing. Yeah, let's let's move forward. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you know, if we need to, we might just uh, scrub that. (laughs) I like it. Okay, so let's let's get into it, man. Let's talk finals. Um, I am so happy to be able to say this. Kobe's prediction, wrong. There's no way uh, Suns can win in six. I'm pretty I said Suns in five, or I said... I said something. Oh else. no, you said Suns and five or Suns and seven. Yeah. So okay, so technically you still could be right, but the momentum has shifted. The Milwaukee Bucks have come to burn house down. So tomorrow night is uh, game six. Um, well, for then it'll be. Well, yeah, it'll last be last week. Yeah, if you're listening to this, uh, it's, it's three days ago. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the NBA Finals would have actually just ended the night before. Uh, they go seven games. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. All right, great game. Bucks one and seven. That dude predicted it. Speaking of that, that dude's prediction gets closer and closer to being true. That's very true. But That's didn't he predict Milwaukee in winning seven? Game seven. Yeah. Okay. See, last week you said that he predicted Suns. I in meant seven. to say Bucks. Okay. Okay. So that, okay, just wanted to make sure that back checkers. <laughs> anyway, she. You did leave. Yeah. I know. Okay. So um, the big time momentum shift. Uh, went from uh, what two and zero going into Game Three to Milwaukee winning three straight. Uh, Giannis uh, and Chris Middleton just really doing work out there. That's not to take away from Drew Holiday or you know anybody else, but really Bobby Portis. Yeah, Bobby Portis is doing his job. Very happy about that. But you know, really, it's been Chris Middleton and Giannis really carrying everything and and, and looking very nice doing it. Um, 
So what, what do you what do you think going into tomorrow night, which will be Tuesday, the twentieth of July? I think that I don't want I don't know who I want to win because I like Giannis and the Bucks. I like Chris Paul a lot, but I think the Bucks will win because they have momentum. They have yeah. four in a row, which would make Brandon our big winner because he did say Bucks and six. But I might have to say Suns to make that dude's prediction come right in Bucks and seven, and the score was. Okay, so, so we'll just move. Uh, we'll just say nobody knows what's gonna happen. We're we're all just guessing. At Simpsons this predicted it. Oh, oh well, if the Simpsons predicted it, and just go with that. Yeah. Because I mean, those dudes—they're time travelers. We all know that. Am I the only no one cat. knows it? <laughs> say, am I the only one knows it? No, I the I saw a picture of like Trump in the Simpsons going down yeah. an escalator with the same exact sign yeah. that happened. Yeah. That's crazy. Tell you, Simpsons, man. So. Uh, Let's let's. I, I know we're kind of talking about the finals, but um, let let's talk um, about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. And what what was it, Brandon, that the that you were talking to me about earlier? Jay, Giannis has uh, had a thirty four point seven percent three point percentage in his rookie season. Okay, so say, say the percentage again. Thirty thirty four point seven. That's pretty good. It's really good, isn't it? His career average at this point is uh, 28. Yeah, I would say, so I it's mean. It's dramatically dropped is, is kind of the significance to it. He yeah. wasn't taking as many back then either, so that makes the. Yeah, that of course. I mean, when you're working with percentages, everyone, you know, you hear like, oh, he's a 30% shooter. And everyone's like, oh, man, 30% is not that great. Or, oh, hey, that's really good. Well, if you're taking 100 three-point shots and you're making 30 of them, it's not great. It's just not. However, if you're taking, like, in one game, I guess I should say. But if you're taking 100 shots over the course of, I don't know, let's say 20 games, right? So you're really taking about five shots per game, and you're making 30% of them. You're actually looking pretty good. Yeah, like so, one or two a game. Right, exactly, exactly. So, but Giannis, um, it, it's gotten more difficult for Giannis, uh, especially in the past couple years, because there has been a... Um, What's up? Well, I was going to say, uh, we by the same token, we can talk about his free throw shooting percentage as well because it's the same issue. It's his shooting mechanic is now different. right. Yeah, and and that's that's exactly what I'm what I'm getting to is his shooting mechanics have had to change because if you look at him from you know rookie season 2013, you know yeah he was a big guy, he was super tall, super long, and he was kind of lanky. Yeah, he was super skinny. He is like not anymore. Yeah, kind of. They're the same weight. Did you know that? Giannis now and Kevin Durant, exact same weight. But Giannis fills it out better. That's all I can no. say. Kevin Durant looks like he's hungry. But, uh, hey, don't play like it, though. No. <laughs> What's that? Anyway, um, but, you know, Giannis, if you look at Giannis now compared to 2013, dude's like a beefcake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like, bulked up. And it's been a little bit every year. So, like, you know, you don't really pay attention to it until you see a side-by-side comparison. And then you go, oh, the reason he can't shoot or the reason his shot is hideous right now, which it is, is because you know, he's not used to having these huge shoulder muscles <laughs> and his back muscles that are clapping together. <laughs> used to, he just had as much, as much room between the shoulder blades as he needed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that's a big thing is, you know, if, if you do put on a lot of muscle, um, you know, like me, Real, real big guy. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, you guys are great for my ego. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Stop the cat. But uh, 
Where was I even going with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's massive muscles. So, yeah, yes. but, you know, once you do start putting on a lot of muscle, like, and you've trained, you know, your shot is is what? It's, it's all muscle memory, mm-hmm. right? Well, the problem is these new muscles he has don't, they forget everything, apparently, because he's got this weird, I like to call it a seventh grade push shot, you know, where like both hands kind of go out instead of just one leaving a guide hand, you know. These are fundamentals, kid. It's nasty. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's almost as ugly of a jump shot as Michael Jordan. <sighs> Get out. No. Shaq. Well, I mean, okay, I don't think it's that bad, but I was going to say Ben Simmons. That's that's worse. Ben Simmons has a rough-looking jump shot and, like, is not good at it at all. No, no. Like, for all the hype around Ben Simmons, like, I watched him because Isaiah Joe plays for the 76ers. You know, pro hog, what's up? Uh, but So I watched the 76ers a little bit this year, mainly because they come on every NBA channel I have. Chicago does not. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Ben Simmons, the more I watched him, I was like, okay, so he's big, he's, he's you know, fairly quick for as big as he is, and he can get to the rim. And, and, and that's, you know, that's what he does, and he's good at it. But like a well-rounded basketball player? No. If he wasn't tall, he wouldn't be in the league. I, no, no way. He doesn't have, a, a, he doesn't have a particular set of skills. He's timid. Anyway, that's enough trash talk on Ben Simmons. Going back to Giannis, though, is like this guy is a very um, he's a very dynamic ball player. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for being like how how tall is he? He said he's six eleven. Yeah, as I was say, I know he's he's not quite seven foot. I thought he was six ten, but six eleven. That's, yeah, that's something like yeah, that. really close. So for as big of a guy as he is, he can handle the ball really well. Yeah. And this dude knows how to use his body to his advantage. Where he strides out, this dude is. He's not really all that fast when you look at him. But the fact that he can span the floor in about 10 steps, that makes him real fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he can, not that he even really needs to, but he can jump. You know, I mean, this dude is a very well-rounded ball player, and he at least had a decent jump shot, three-pointer. Maybe not so much right now. But but, but there's still a chance that he could develop it back with practice. Oh, absolutely. And hard work and, you know, I, I, look, the ethic I, that Giannis has. I have no doubt that he can increase increase that percentage back closer, at least to what it was when he was a rookie. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I honestly would see – I could see him surpassing that easily. Um, because, like you said, he is the type of player, at least – that puts off the the vibe that he has a good work ethic. And I think by next season, he'll have his shot ironed out. I mean... Yeah. Ben Simmons, no. No, no, you can't fix that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he might have his shirts ironed out for when he moves. That's right. When he moves out of Philadelphia. Moves out of the country and plays across the league. Well... EuroLeague. Isn't he... He's from Australia, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do they have a professional league in Australia? Yeah. Well, it's no, like rugby, but... Yeah. <laughs> kangaroo wrestling or something i think that like the olympic team like that speaking of that usa hasn't they've lost all their expedition exhibition games yeah that's embarrassing yeah or we won one the other day i think by like 30 against australia oh well you know they're used to kangaroo wrestling i just said (laughs) if anyone from australia ever hears this i'm not meaning that in a bad way i just don't know what y'all do drink fosters other than hide from every poisonous animal well, because that that's all of them. It's mm-hmm. all of them in Australia. What can kill you in Australia? Everything. The air. As soon as you get off the airplane, right there in the hotel, you get bit by something and die. Yeah, it's like, well, that was it. What a lovely trip. But 
anyway, um, so yeah, I, I think um, I think Giannis will come back next year with with a you know an ironed out jump shot and three pointer. Um, at least I hope so. He may even have an NBA Finals MVP coming back next year. Hey, he's playing. Yeah, that's very true. He's he's really putting Milwaukee on his back. And, of course, I mean, that's what a leader's supposed to do. Did you see that alley-oop to close out that game? I did. And I was – I woke people up. <laughs> I'll oh, just put it like that. I woke people up in my people house. Near, oh, I was going to say across, like, a different house. Like, you don't even live close to a house. One. I got a crack house across yeah, the street. I was say that. It's not his. Not <laughs> his. I moved out to the country to get away from people. And then, like, as soon as we started building our house, like, I don't know, the clampets moved in across the street. Across the road. So, that's a very old-fashioned joke. There was a TV show called The Beverly Hillbillies where uh, – you anyway, look it up, The Clampets. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, squirrel. Uh, do we have uh, anything else we want to add to the finals or to Giannis or to anything? The Suns are bumming out. That's just lack of a playoff experience. Well, man, it's still you. I mean, <sighs> you still have game six to go, and who, you know, who knows how that will turn out, and it's – First one to win two the games. The only playoff experience yeah. though is Chris Paul and um, Jake Crowder. Yeah, but at the same time, man, though, if Devin Booker can step up and play to his full potential, I'm not saying he's been playing like a bum or anything. He hadn't been on a scrub, but he's not playing. He, he's not playing like Devin Booker. Yeah, the first yeah. two games, their whole team played great. Yeah, and, and then since then, they were like, "Oh man, wait, they're not tired yet. We are, you know." And that's that's the way it comes and off I think, looking. I think. Oh, I didn't mean to talk over you there. You're uh, good, bro. I think that the Bucks also kind of got their bearings about themselves. They felt that they were losing that game, so they – I don't know whatever it is that they did, but they came out of like a completely different team on that last game especially where they were just – they were not going – they were willed themselves to victory, that one. Yeah, and that's something that I think is really cool because that team seems to be able to – Flip the switch. I feel like they've always been like that. Since y'all say have always been like, not like a Golden State with Curry, Clay, Kevin Durant. Like, you know they're going to win. This is like a scrap team. Like, this it's is going to go down to the wire bones. To me, what, what I the way I like to describe this team is like, it's it's greatness in the making. It's grit. It's, yeah, exactly. It, they're, they got a lot of hard work going into it, and they're really putting the work in to win it's not like a super team you know and, and I, like i said don't get me wrong i'm not trying to dog anybody it, kevin durant you up yeah what hey you up yeah Giannis ain't down bad he ain't answering but uh yeah he is <laughs> he might be i don't know Haiti <laughs> comes texting i don't know maybe <laughs> anyway um but you know it's not like the super team where you're just stacked talent on talent on talent on talent and you got multiple weapons. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to take away from Milwaukee either. They have plenty of weapons, but it's not it's not not everyone has these guys as a household name. You know what I mean? Everyone knows who Giannis is. Everyone knows who Chris Middleton is. Not everyone knows who Bobby Portis is. Or Drew Holiday. Or Drew Holiday. Yeah, or, or Pat Connaughton. Yeah. Uh, or their other guys that we don't even know. Yeah, or any of their other his guys that I have no idea who they are. His brother Thanasis. The Nassus on the team. He never comes off the bench. He's yeah, Brooke Lopez, yeah, though. Yeah, I was going to say Brooke Lopez. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah. He played for another team I like once upon a time. <laughs> oh, was that Robin Lopez? Was that the Robin Knicks? Lopez, Sideshow Bob, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Robin Lopez that played for the Bulls. Yeah, the not Nets, Brooke your Lopez. favorite team. Huh? Boo. Brooke played for the Nets. Boo. Anyway, move past that. Gross. Um... But yeah, man. All I'm saying is, it's it's kind of fun to watch this year. I say kind of fun. It, this this final series has been a lot of fun to watch because it's been a lot of fighting. 
and I don't mean like throwing hands, but but like they're fighting Way to, better to try than to the Lakers and the Heat in the bubble. Oh yeah, that was that was bogus, man. Like I'm sorry, last the the whenever they hit the bubble and then Luca is I say Luca because I, I assume nobody knows who the Mavericks are. So the the Luca Doncic's were <laughs> down in the bubble playing and then like they lost out. I was like, oh okay, well basketball's over for me. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, sorry, it just is, but and this year's been a lot of fun. Both though, those teams watch. that were in the finals come out and suck in the regular, like when it's not in the bubble, they both suck. Yeah. Well, well they both suck in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would I'm, say you can't say they suck too bad because they both made the playoffs, but yeah. And I think we actually kind of touched on this back when we were talking about the playoffs. Yeah. Right after I think the Lakers had been eliminated, we had talked about how. In spite of injuries, I think the Lakers were trying to play that game they played last year where they just rested on their laurels until they got into playoff time and thought that they could turn it on and you can't just turn it on like that anymore you can't just turn it on in in crunch time like that it's not a switch you can flip it doesn't work that way right right so yeah i mean basically to wrap this up i'm i'm just gonna say the finals this year have been a lot of fun to watch um you know i same thing i said last week chris paul and the suns win it Good for Chris Paul and the Suns. If the Bucks win it, then I'm... Suck it, Colby. You were wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> At this point, I think that's your only rooting interest, truly, is is to stick it to Colby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's fine. <laughs> what? What are we talking about? <laughs> So, see Wayne, go ahead and, and and fill everyone and us in on uh, on on the the big savings. Oh, the new stimmy. Yeah. The new, the new stimmy. The best I, stimmy. I learned about it July second. That's when it was posted. I saw it on the old TikTok two days ago. Okay. All right. TikTok informs about everything these days. Well, I mean, it's a very trusted news source. Do you have it yet? No, I don't have TikTok. You need it. I I I don't. And I and the only reason before we get into this, the only reason I don't have TikTok is because I am ADD, okay, or ADHD, or whatever it is. I don't know, like, whatever it is yeah. now. You like to add in math. Yeah, know. exactly. I love math, so I have add. I might even have some. What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, um, I have ADD. So, like, if you put a device in front of me that plays 20-second videos and then automatically goes to the next one, and I find any of them interesting or funny... In a matter of about 10 minutes, I'll wake up and be like, oh, it's been three days that I've been sitting here staring at my phone. That's how it is for me. I'll get on there. I know. That's what it is for everybody. It hides the clock so you can't see it. Genius. Hey, actually, it's a, you know, but that's the same kind of tactic they use in casinos, you know, like in Vegas casinos. They pump oxygen through to keep you awake. There's Wait, no what? windows. They pump oxygen through? Yeah. Like when you're at, like, the doctor and they're like, put that thing on your face? Well, it's more of like a... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much the same thing. Just, like they just send, they hit you with some strong gas. Th- they don't just come in and be like, here, take this and put a mask well, over your no. face like you're abducting but you. They, like, they, put, they put the gas in the Through the ventilation systems, there's, there's oxygen. And that way it stimulates the people that are in there gambling and they don't get tired. Yeah, so is the alcohol. And there's usually, if you look around in, I mean, you could do this over by your house at the casino by your house. You you could go in there and look. There are no exterior windows. I never realized that. It is only the doorways you walk in, and most of the time they're tinted. Yeah. So you have no concept of time. You have you're not tired, so you don't really know, and you're not paying attention unless you're staring at your phone, looking at TikTok, and which they hide the clock. So boom, no concept of time. Mm-hmm. How you like that? In there forever. Mm-hmm. That's it. You never come out. Oh gosh. 
I was lucky to make it out with my life savings. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Which still isn't as much as Biden saved us. Well, please, please do do tell. Biden administration, um, they're they're getting mocked on Twitter for posting about the Fourth of July cookouts. You're saving 16 cents this year in 2021, opposed to last year. What? Massive. Massive. I, I, okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I, I'm I'm sorry. I know I'm cutting you off, but so 16 cents on a cookout. Yeah, one time. Fourth of July is once a year. You're saving 16 cents in that one year. I just want to make sure I was on on board. Keep going. I yeah. love it. I don't know why we're on board with him. Well, I'm just talking about with your story, but go ahead. So, like, people were uh, posting, like, making fun of this stuff, and Donald Trump posted against it. Wait, 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 wait. Can I read it? Yes. Okay. Let me find it. <laughs> it's right. There you go. Let's see here. <clears throat> okay, so I, I'll read the original tweet first mm-hmm. from Tim. Bad joke incoming. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Tim Poole. Uh, at TimCast Well, that's not the very original tweet. Well, it's the one he retweeted, so that's what I'm saying. Biden Biden has saved us. His plan is working. What are you going to do with your 16 cents? I'm going to set up a retirement account with mine. All right. To which, oh, well, this is Donald Trump Jr., but I'm going to read it as Donald Trump because it's more fun. So, 16 cent savings. Over your whole 4th of July barbecue, okay? Yep, 16 cents. Huge savings. Huge. Probably the best savings, okay? As long as you didn't have to drive to pick it up, in which case, after a few yards of driving, you're in the hole. A huge hole. Great job, Joe. Thanks for highlighting. So the original post... Wait, let me go back to it. There's so many tweets of them making fun of it. It's oh, just yeah. ridiculous. This says, the White House... Not directly Joe Biden, but his administration, some mm-hmm. of which comes from here. Right. Planning a cookout this year, question mark. Catch up on the news. According to the Farm Bureau, the cost of a 4th of July barbecue is down from last year. Down bad. <laughs> it's a fact you must hear, parentheses D, so must hear and heard, hot dog, comma. The Biden economic plan is working, and that's something we can all relish. That was so many puns. It was bad. <laughs> that was okay, bad. Okay, so first off, we're supposed to relish all this. Okay, I don't even eat relish. Okay. Sorry. All right, I'm, I'm done. That's, a little, that's, that's like what... Please don't be. <laughs> that's like what Donald Trump took from his payment from like being president, you know? He mm-hmm. only took like the smallest amount he can take because he didn't need it. Cause he's, I'm pretty sure it was more than 16 cents. But well, yeah, but like he either took way. a tiny amount. I don't know. 16 cents is a lot of money, apparently. Well, I mean... Because they know. won't talk about that guy. Gas has gone up. From like one forty, one anywhere from one twenty to one forty, because in Oklahoma there was one eleven, and it like just shot up. And they're talking about you save sixteen cents, but it'll cost you forty five dollars to go get them hot dogs out well, of cheap. And you know it's 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 more than just that. I mean, like mm-hmm. the the most obvious thing that hits all Americans is what you're talking about the cost of fuel mm-hmm. going up. You but know, but they ignore that too. Well, and and I agree. You know, it's 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 a uh, like what is it? The sleight of hand. And that what magicians do, you know, they distract you with this hand while the other hand is actually manipulating the trick, you know, to yeah. make it work. That's, I mean, that's kind of what's going on here. And I'm, I'm not trying to say that there's some grand puppet master scheme. So if you're a far right winger, sorry, I'm not on board. But, you know, if you're a left winger, eh, not on board. So, uh, but, but anyway, what the point I'm getting to is this, is yeah, all Americans can kind of see and feel the sting of fuel prices going up. But like for me personally, 
you know, because I run a, a steel fabrication shop. You know, that's what I do. And so this time last year, in fact, I because of I knew we were going to, you know, I was looking for something basically to talk about. Yeah. And uh, so I had to call Boyd Metals today, which is a, a local distributor for steel here in, in, in our area. The name may not be subject. Hey, right, yeah, you know, names. if it's, it might be Metals, you know, we don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so a year ago, I found an invoice from roughly a year ago. Uh, it was July of 2020 for a sheet of four by eight carbon steel hot roll steel. Okay, I paid roughly $42 and some change per sheet. Okay, and that's what I use on my CNC plasma table. I cut out home decor, all that kind of stuff. And that was a pretty it. good price. That was yeah. a little expensive at the time, but it was still good. Right, but it was still very doable because it, mm -hmm. it was easier to turn a profit with that yeah. because it's like, okay, you know, I could cut, you know, so many of these out of one sheet. And, and if I'm charging like X, time. Y, and Z, you know, I'm making money. So... This year, fast forward one year, today I called and I priced the same material because I have an order coming up that I have to fill. And it's been going up over the course of the past several months. And I'll, I'll tell you this, um, it went from $42 and some change to $155 even for one sheet. That's over $100 added to the price of this same exact That's thing. That's like a $300... Two hundred something percent increase. Yeah. Uh, well, I had it worked out when, before it went up this last time. It was a two hundred and twenty-five percent increase. Mm -hmm. Now this is obviously more than that, but I don't think it's much more. But yeah. it, it's still a. When you're talking about two hundred and twenty-five percent, how much more is too much more? You know, yeah. I mean, my goodness. Forty but, to one fifty is a big jump. It is. So you look at it, and you know, it's not just steel. It's lumber. It's construction uh, uh, equipment, uh, materials. Everything has gone up. Meat. The price of meat's gone up. The, a lot. the prices. Well, because the price of meat has gone up so much, I actually paid uh, a rancher mm -hmm. for a quarter of beef when he sent a cow to slaughter. Oh yeah, like a local one. Yeah. Well, he's he's actually right next door to the shop. This this guy that lives right over nice. here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He. I bought a quarter of beef from him. The, the big thing that. I don't, I don't know. I, I take issue with, if, if we're going to air out dirty laundry here, um, with the Biden administration, you know, all the campaign speeches that he did in Pennsylvania about how we've got to bring back America's steel industry and this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's all fine and good, but like if, if American steel is going to be unaffordable, that it's going to choke out every small business who does this, like mine. You know, this is why it's a little more personal to me. One of the best ones in Arkansas. Uh, well, I mean, that's or pretty the, modest. I would say probably in the country. but <laughs> Yeah, my bad. I'm the world. But yeah, man, I mean, because of the increase in, in price and everything else, it makes it harder for smaller businesses like mine um, to, to be able to function. Now, with my bigger jobs when I do like hotels and stuff, they they have a much more flexible budget, you yeah. know, so like I can understand. still, yeah, exactly. I can say, hey, look, the price of materials up and they say, oh, we know, no big deal. They order and we're good. The thing I'm talking about is, you know, um, the the old woman who can't get up her uh, on her porch anymore because it's three steps, but her knees don't work or she'll fall over. She needs a rail to hold on to, which I've done probably 300 of them like that. And, you know, it went from being like, oh, you know, I could, I could probably get it done for, you know, a hundred bucks, you know, trying to be a decent human being and stuff. And now I'm like, ma'am, are you sure you need this? Because like your whole fixed income check is going to come to me and I don't feel comfortable about that. 
You know, I, I know that sounds silly. I really do. But that's how it makes me feel. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I, I feel horrible whenever someone's like, well, I just really need this because I can't even get up and down out of my house anymore, blah, 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 blah. And, I, and I've got to be the materialistic weasel who's like, well, you can't afford it. Looks like Granny's going to have to fall, <laughs> you know? And oh well, I, like I said, I'm being silly with that. But at the same time, man, you know, it, 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 that's kind of how it makes you feel. It makes you feel scummy, you know? And, and that's, you know, hey, it's my feelings. Not I can speak on it. the tax collectors you know, up in the White House, they don't know what the gas price looks like. Are there gas stations in Washington, D.C.? No. It's all electric. This, or he this doesn't go anywhere. DC, okay. Really, when it was Trump's DC, okay, we had gas stations on every corner, okay? It was fantastic. It was huge. And gas was cheaper than it's been in 17 years, okay? So, that is a fact. <laughs> gas is up a seven-year high since 2014. Okay, seven years, not 17. Well, seven, it Mr. was... President. Well, that's the... <laughs> when does he ever let that stay in the way? I no, no kidding. No. I might exaggerate a few things, okay? No, I'm saying it's at the highest it's been in seven years, but Trump brought it to the lowest it's been in like 20 or 30 years. Yeah, I, I I would say that's I don't know probably Which, accurate. I can't say it is wasn't a fact because I didn't do the. Uh, it wasn't the best we've ever had, but he was better than the competition. <laughs> well, we talked about that a little bit uh, before. I don't know if we that might have been in some of that stuff we cut. We but, beat around the bush on that. Yeah, but <clears> I mean, <throat> um, I was I was an operator, uh, a contractor in 2012, and um, that life was not for me. Luckily. Um, and I got out of it, but, uh, I still had a lot of friends who did the job and, you know, in 2012 is when the whole, uh, Benghazi thing happened, September 11th, 2012. And, you know, look, I, I don't know. I, I don't pretend to be some insider who knows anything. All I know is it, it painted an ugly picture for, um, Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And so with that, honestly, and the fact that she really didn't bring anything to the table. And all those deleted emails and stuff. Well, I mean, scandalous, maybe. Illegal, who knows? I, you know, not for me. I, you know, that's long It's just past. weird. It, it's strange. That just kind of like throw me, that would throw people off from wanting to trust you if you're deleting emails and refusing to talk about it. Well, I mean, look at it like this. Um, your girlfriend comes in mm -hmm. and you're texting. Who are you texting? You black the phone, you turn it over. Yeah, oh, sketchy. Yeah, oh, nothing, nobody, don't worry about it. Hey, i got to go to the bathroom. And then you come out, and the last text message you received was at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's now 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. That's sketch, man. That's weird, you know. And that's that's the point I'm getting at with that. But neither here nor there. I'm not really trying to campaign for anybody. But, yeah, the best options this country has had um, have not been great. The best two well, elections. Mm. Three. Four. Four. Five. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it started in 2000. It slowly toppled. It, it really did. It started in 2000. You had Al Gore versus George W. Bush. I, w I was alive for that. I was fresh out. <laughs> fresh out? That's, sounds like you're out the joint. <laughs> I served my nickel. <laughs> yes, right. He said fresh out. Oh, that's gross. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was. Oh, gross. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it started in, in, in 2000. Um, you know, you had Al Gore versus George W. Bush. And then you had, uh, who did he run against in 2004? McCain. No. no. John McCain was a Republican. Who did he run against? In who? Bush? Yeah. Well, wait, George K. W. Harry. Bush. 
John Kerry. The guy who looks like the screen mask. <laughs> <laughs> and he always fights like this. Wasn't his dad George H.W. Bush? Yes, okay. his father was George H.W. Always mix him up. Yeah. So anyway, so you had uh, John Kerry. about John Kerry. <laughs> John Kerry. <laughs> anyway, so then in 2008, you had John, uh, John McCain versus... Barack Obama. Well, you know, especially in 2008, I was 19. This is my first year I was going to be allowed to vote. I was second grade. Yeah, well, you know. We voted in school. Of course you did. Who'd you vote for? Be real. McCain? What? Once again, though, uh, that was a loaded option. The best person for the job that was on the ticket in 2008 won. I promise you, Barack Obama was much better than John I was McCain. Eight years old, I didn't know what no, was of course not. I don't. I don't mean it like that. But and then in 2012, you had Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney versus Barack Obama. I'm like, okay, so can we just be like, hey, you're going to be president again for the next four years? We're not going to do this campaign thing. We had a school election again for McCain. It was like 98 percent McCain, two percent Obama. And then like for Mitt Romney, it's like the same thing. Like most of the school is like Slovakia. Right. I would say, I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of people who are, who are, well, let me tell you something. Back in the day. Let let me tell you something. Today, right now, and back then, as far as I can remember, this town is filled with Democrats. Really? Yes, absolutely. Um, But not, they're not leftists. Huge difference. True. Very true. Absolutely. Just the same thing as like a Republican. Is not a conservative. It is not, like a Democrat is not always a liberal. Most of the times, yes, they do have more liberal views. That's why they run on a Democratic yeah, ticket. Like Same left, thing with the Republicans. You have left, liberal, Democrat, Republican, conservative, right. Yeah. And like the far right, I have zero use for these people. The far left, I have zero use for these people. Democrats and Republicans, zero use for them. I don't mind talking to a liberal. Just like I hope they don't mind talking to a conservative. Because I'm not going to tell you you're wrong just because you disagree with me. I might tell you that I think you're wrong. But I'm not going to say your, your it's wrong. Just, it's just our opinion. That's it. That's it. It's just it, it, that's the whole thing, though. I wish the world would come together and say, "Hey, you know what? He has his opinion, and I have mine, and they're different. We should fight." It's like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, here's the deal. What I usually tell people is, if they want to get into this conversation with me, I'll tell people, "Look, I'm happy to do it, but I am looking for a discussion, not an argument." I, the, nothing gets accomplished in an argument if we can have a discussion about it, even if it is a debate. A debate and an argument are two different things. An argument has malice to it. There's ill will in it. A debate is just trying to say, hey, look, this is my side of it. I hope you can see my mm-hmm. side of it. Even if you don't agree, this is why I believe what I believe and vice versa. And until we're willing, and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say we as in, uh, you know, conservatives, um, I would say until we are willing to say, okay, you know what? I'll hear you out. None of this gets any better. All right, so uh, we'll kind of shift this to something a little more lighthearted. But, you know, if if there's hate in your heart, you can let it out um, with this particular uh, subgroup uh, of human beings, okay? I know. Stick with me. I am not talking about a different race. I am talking about cyclists. That's right. You heard right. Cyclists. Why? Explain this to me, please. The city of Fort Smith, the city of Fayetteville, Rogers, tons of cities all across our great state have designated cyclist paths. 
you know, like next to Phoenix Avenue, or excuse me, Mazard Road in Fort Smith, they have a bike trail. Do you know what cyclists never use? The bike trail. Yeah, a bike trail. Or yeah, the sidewalk. Yeah. The street. Yeah, the street is where we need to be. Okay, we have skinny tires, and we deserve to be on the street. And not only that, if you're inconvenienced, and you're behind me, and you try to go around me, oh, I will swerve in front of you. I... Like I'm sitting there going, hey, hold on a second. Can't... Okay, so I actually did some looking into this. I really did. I talked to um, some of the popo, and they have informed me that a cyclist has the same rights on the road as a car. However, along with that privilege, they are supposed to abide by traffic laws just as they would in a motorized vehicle. Okay, so stop signs are supposed to stop. They're supposed to, you know, I, I guess, you know, stop, look, and listen. We all learned that in kindergarten um, or, or before. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't look or listen. I just run. But, <laughs> but no, they're supposed to abide by all the same traffic laws, which I think, um, you know, aside from maybe a few um, good apples in there, None of them do. They're like, stop sign, psh, going through no. it. Don't care. You better stop. I almost hit one after work. At, uh, you know the on Chad Coley? Yeah. Connecting to Mazard? Mm-hmm. There's that new one by the highway. I stop, and I start going, and these three cyclists just go, and I about hit them because <laughs> they didn't stop. Right. They looked at me and saw me driving. Like, I think in order to be, and, and I'm not talking about the kid riding his bike down the street, because most of them stay on the sidewalk like good human beings. Um you know, hey, shout out to the new generation. Good job. There's a compliment for you. Don't give them too much credit. Uh, right. Yeah, they'll they'll expect more. Anyway. <laughs> they'll want nurturing and attention. Yeah. And they we don't own do mind. that. That's not how men are made. It's right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Mom. Um, anyway. but uh, No, you're right. You're right. No nurturing. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. But, okay, so you have, I feel like in order to be an effective Cyclist to fit the mold of a cyclist, you have to have one of the super skinny wheel bikes, right? That costs way mm-hmm. too much money. You have to squeeze yourself into a spandex suit as if you know you're gonna go deep sea diving or something, and then you strap on your goofy looking helmet and you say, All right, it's time to go ruin somebody's day. I mean, could like, I'm sorry, there are bike paths. Just get on the bike path. Hey, if you want to be on the road, be on the road. Just stay out of the middle of the road. Just stay on the lines on the side. Yeah, stay on the fog line. Or at least maintain the speed limit. It, yeah, which, you know, 55. In, in a 55 is a little tough. <laughs> you know, maybe they could grab onto my tailgate as I drive by, you know, be like, hold on, man, this is your turn. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, that's going to get messy. Roadside spin art. Uh, <laughs> grouse, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I think cyclists might be the worst human beings on the planet. And if you're a cyclist, listen to this. Mm, second to vegetarians, vegans, same vegans. difference. No, it's not. No, Close. it's not. Vegetarians are still humans. Uh, they just don't eat meat. Yeah, vegans uh, are not human. They're mm. they're just not yeah. humans. They're okay. built different. Yeah, definitely. Um, no vegan listens to the show. Who cares? <laughs> but, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, that was my little my little rant, my little vent, because I got caught behind uh, cyclists today and was not 
impressed. I live by exactly where you're describing. Yeah. So I deal with this every single day coming home. We'll have a rush hour traffic and we'll never, you know, never mind. We'll be behind Lance Armstrong go <laughs> yeah. pedaling away in front of us. You got Schwinn Armstrong in front of you. <laughs> so we're, we're having to wait. No worries though. He keeps swerving every time I try to go around him. Thanks. He's or like, and it's a great way to stay in shape. So, Or they have like the brightest colors on their bike. Like they got like little sprinkler lights like Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Causing epileptic seizures for all the drivers on the road. But hey, who cares? As long as the cyclist is safe in the middle of a crowded highway and not on the bike path next to it. Not only am I in the middle of the road where you can see me, but I'm going to have the biggest lights to distract you more. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) you guys let me get my rant in uh, uh, about uh, cyclists. So uh, I promised you guys a story that uh, you could make fun of me on or at least laugh at my expense. And hopefully you find it as entertaining as literally everyone else I have ever told this story finds it. So um, it's actually kind of two part. And I'll start with way back in the year of our Lord, 2014, no, 2012, 2012. I was 23 years old. So I went to visit my brother in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I get there, um, we have a, you know, I, I, I don't get to see my brother very much because he usually lives somewhere several hours away. Now he lives in Houston. So, you know, I just don't see him much. Anyway, so we went out uh, and uh, one of his friends comes up to me and says, hey, aren't you Brad's brother? Which I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, you guys look alike. And I kind of had to tell him, like, well, I don't know that we look alike, but, you know, there's obviously family resemblance. He's my brother. So this guy continues to talk, and he says, so what's the age difference between you and your brother? Um, to which I replied, seven years. Uh, my brother is seven years older than I am. He was 30. I was 23. I didn't explain all this to him. I'm just giving you the context here. So this gentleman says, oh, man, you look great for almost 40. No, you don't have to hold it in. I see. I mean, everyone's snickering and kind of like, ooh, you know, giving the, giving the cringe face. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, like, if, if I had been, I don't know, older at all. Like, even now, if someone mistook you for 40. Yeah, I think I'd have been like, oh, well, you know, kind of. I'm 33, pretty close. <laughs> well, I'm 32, so. I'm about to be 33. <laughs> I'm not. I just turned 32. You're but crazy. you're going to be 33. At some point, hopefully, I make Very it there. Very soon. Oh, rip. But, uh, rip. Uh, off the Jeez. rip. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, gross. Anyway, I tell him, or he tells me that I look great for almost 40. So, I reply, I'm like, oh, um. Brad's older. I'm 23. And you would expect what reaction? Probably a, oh, oh my gosh, I'm, oh, I'm, I, I meant no offense. Yeah, right. No, no, that's not what I get. What I get is this. Oh, life's been rough. And then he walked off. And that is just a glimpse into my life 23 and below. I had no standard for how I should be treated. So like, I didn't flip out. I was just like, Oh, huh? Okay. <laughs> you know, it was, and it was over. So let's, uh, fast forward to last week. And this has happened a few times, but none quite as memorable. So last week, uh, 
my day job that I probably shouldn't quit is uh, as I'm, I'm a steel fabricator. I build rails, stairs, landings, anything you can put on a house, a hotel, anything made out of metal. I got you. I can do it. Um, but don't get crazy. You know? <laughs> but um, I went out to measure uh, a woman's uh, steps on her porch so that I could build railings for her. Um, she has a daughter who I know because uh, her stepson and I are the same age. Okay, so there's a little context for you. So this woman's like, oh, um, you, you do know my daughter. And she says her daughter's name. I said, yeah, yeah, I know her. And she's like, okay, yeah, you guys went to school together, right? I was like, I'm so sorry, excuse me, what? And she was like, yeah, you guys are the same age, aren't you? And I was like, I'm pretty sure that she's at least 15, if not 18 years older than I am. Uh, so I, I don't say that to her. I say, no, I believe she's a little older. Uh, I, you know, and she's like, oh, she can't be too much older than you. So like, you guys can see my face. They can't like all of the funny just kind of drained out of me. And I was like, really? You know, so my wife knows these stories to which I ask her, hey, look, I don't look that much older than what I am, do I? To which she replied, no, you look great for almost 40 because that's her. <laughs> and, she, and I've taught her well, and I'm proud of her. Bravo, Jenny. Bravo. <laughs> yeah. She didn't miss a beat. She's like, no, no, baby, you look great for almost 40. I mean, you look great <laughs> for almost 40, terrible looking... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, you know, look, I'm like uh, you a smoker. Heroin <laughs> <laughs> addict back in the day? No, why? Drinking problem? Oh well, I mean, I just think because of your skin and how terrible you look all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, great. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Get fired from every job? <laughs> yeah, it's like ah, uh, well. Now you're just making fun of my self esteem. Yeah. Huh? you guys built my ego up earlier. Now you're beating me down. Now it hurts. It. <laughs> no, it really hurts. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, so everyone, everyone likes to get a laugh at me, I guess, because like I'm, I'm 32 years old. Uh, I have been, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been uh, cursed with this for a long time. Everyone has always been like, oh yeah, you're, you know, when I was like 17, what are you like 23, 24? Uh, of course, when you're 17, you're like, yeah, all right. You know, you're all cool about it. Then when you turn 25 and people are like, uh, you know, what are you about 30? I'm like, well, I'm 25. I'm like, well, that was my next guess. And you're like, well, all right, I <laughs> Stop guess. The cap. Stop. <laughs> yeah, cap. exactly. You're like, uh, I guess so. Whatever. But at 27, at 27 is when I realized, like, you know, my dad and my uncle and all of these, you know, older men in my life have always made the joke that most guys make that most guys make to uh, younger men, you know, <laughs> catch up with you one day. Oh, you wait one day, one day it'll, it won't, it'll be like this one day. It'll be like that. Well, I always believed it, you know, hell they're living it. So why wouldn't I believe them? What they didn't ever explain to me is that it doesn't all happen at once. You don't like turn 60 and then just like, Oh, I'm like a brand new Corvette with a salvage title. I look good, but I'm falling apart. Oh, you know what I mean? Any Dodge. <laughs> I, well, they don't look that good. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty Boo. good. Anyway, but but yeah, what they didn't tell me is that it starts early, like, and it's just like one thing goes wrong at a time. That way, it, it turns you one notch at a time. You know what I mean? Like, 
uh, everything from, you, you know, um, I'll, I'll go there. Why not? So um, Kobe is young. And, you know, he's probably heard the, the, the age-old saying that men get, you know, hey, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it, right? And he's like, shake it more than twice? I don't have to. What are you talking about? I just, I'm good. <laughs> like, I pee and I'm good. I go my way. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. At 27, you start to understand that. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm just playing with it then. Because <laughs> if I try to bench this player right now, he's going to keep dribbling. and uh, there's a little pretty good one yeah thank you thank you but and then like you know i've I've always had uh vision problems my my whole life you know i started wearing glasses when i was seven years old not four uh (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) flashbacks yeah eighth graders are the meanest people in the world (laughs) facts But, you know, so my vision, uh, I, I just got new glasses. So I went to see my cousin, who's an optometrist, and she got me fixed up. And she's like, oh, hey, your right eye's improving. I was like, huh, dope. It's like, your left eye's getting a lot worse. I was like, oh, oh well, okay. So I got like one Coke bottle joint on, on the left side. One, one monocle, the Pringle can. <laughs> yeah. Or the Monopoly man. Yeah, well, I don't know. Pringles, maybe. Either way, can it be both? I think it is. It, you know what? It is now. If the Pringles man does not have a monocle, he does now. The Peanut man. I don't think he does either. I thought he did. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're talking about stuff that doesn't matter. <clears throat> That's what this whole show is, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't kill our demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So anyway, like, used to, I could work all week long, 105 degrees. I don't care. I'm pouring sweat. I'm doing man stuff, baby. I'm welding steel. I'm doing what? Let me tell you something. At 27, that starts to slow down. Because you're like, oh, man, I've been working for the past 45 minutes. If I don't sit down, I am just, I'm, I, my back's going to get all, you know, tensed up. I'm just going to get stiff. I can't move, you know. And then you start noticing yourself doing things. And this happened to me recently, okay. Uh, and I constantly do it. And I didn't realize it until the other day when, it, like, I had the epiphany while I was sitting. So I've always kind of poked a little fun at the local cafe down here, the Main Street Grill. Um, you know, every morning you got the coffee drinkers. A bunch of old men, they might be farmers, they might be retired, they might be whatever, it doesn't matter. They congregate and they, they, they uh, educate everyone who could possibly be in there, right? They're telling them the secrets of the universe, and if you're not listening, that's your problem, okay? Because I learned all kinds of things. Uh, that I looked up later and they have no factual basis. Yeah, like it's just, uh, it's just yeah, what they've thought. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I had a dream last night, so I'm going to pass it off as a news story. But what I've caught myself doing now is I go down to the cafe and I drink coffee, normally with my dad, who is also 65 years old and educates me on the ways of the universe. You guys right? talk news. We do. Yeah, we do. And it's usually something that we both heard part of a story and we're just going to piece it together with our imaginations and then we're going to swear it's the truth. That's called false memory. <laughs> yeah. And I have so, it. But yeah, man. So I, uh, I, I catch myself doing uh, the whole, you know, one day. Yeah, you, it'll catch up to you one day. One day, one day. Well, one day apparently has happened to me in my late 20s, early 30s. And I am scared to death. Because I don't want to be that, um, well, you've seen the, uh, the commercials, you know, how not to become your parents. Have you seen yeah. these, you know, yeah. do we really need a son that says live, laugh, love? You know, my mom has three well, of those. Of course. Well, I'm, 
I don't think my wife does anymore, but she did. Anyway, but, you know, there was a scene in this where, you know, they become homeowners, so they start turning into their parents, right? So he's doing like a seminar, and he's having this dude sit down in a chair, and as he sits down, he does, and I quote, I do that. (laughs) When I saw it, I was like, oh, man, God, I'm turning into my dad at a very young age, I feel like. I feel like I should still be making bad decisions at least every once in a while, and then I go out and make one. I'm like, oh man, maybe yeah, I should have look, stayed at home. You look pretty youthful for 40. It, right, exactly. <laughs> when you treat your body like it's an amusement park for the first 25 years of your life, you're just lucky to make it through the next 25. I think so. At least I had some fun when I when I did still feel. I, I know I'm still young, but I do not feel young. Like I said, I sit down in a chair and I go, you know, and I drink coffee and speculate about all the conspiracies with the old farmers in the morning. Hot circles. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, CNN already reported it, okay? It has to be true. There were UFOs, okay? They don't call them UFOs. They're like, I don't know, there's something else, but they're UFOs, all right? That's a discussion for maybe next week. We'll talk about UFOs. We just increased our listeners but in, in New Mexico, right. like through the roof. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to tune into next week's show. Yeah. Chupacabra. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I hope, uh, I hope you guys had fun, uh, picking at me a little bit. Uh, I hope that, uh, the, the listeners enjoy, um, uh, listening to it. Maybe, you know, even if you're driving your car, feel free to make fun of me when no one's around. That's okay. And just don't the, do it in my face, you know what I'm saying? I'm kidding no, you. No, do it on our socials. Reach out to us. Talk to yeah, us. Yeah, man. That'd Please. be awesome. Please do that. Yeah, we would love to get to know uh, our listeners, uh, whether we already know you or not. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, if you want a topic to, for us to discuss, if you want to ask a question of any of us, we'd be happy to interact with you. In fact, that's what we're hoping to start moving towards as a more interactive show. And, uh, you know, hopefully by the time we get everything, um, you know, live streaming, at least the uh, uh, behind the music version <laughs> of, of our podcast, uh, you know, we, we'd like to interact with people real time. And uh, that, you know, I, I think that would be awesome. I mean, so that, that, there's my pitch. If you're listening to this, hit me up. Hit him up, you up. Literally say <laughs> yeah. you up. Hey, do not text me at 3 in the morning, you up, because my wife don't play that, okay? <laughs> but uh, Homie don't play that game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, as far as anything else goes, guys, I, I, th- I think we've had a pretty solid show here, so we can wrap it up. Uh, anyone got any closing remarks you want to throw in? Nothing let the from- bicyclists know. Yeah, let the cyclists know. Yeah, we we spread, out here. Spread the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watching. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, man. Well, I, I tell you what, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hoot Hob Show. Uh, we greatly appreciate you. Hey, we're going to go ahead and do this one more time. Shout out to Belgium. Uh, if you guys hear this, man, please hit us up. I would love to get a chance to talk to you. You are our farthest reaching audience. Uh, or or far to this reach of an audience, I guess I should say. And so we would love to talk to y'all, man. Um, So just uh, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, like us on Facebook, follow the, follow the page. We're we're hopefully being able to post uh, more uh, content here soon and uh, hopefully be able to give some uh, live video feeds uh, behind the scenes, whatever. But uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So from all of us here at the Hoot Hobbs Show, my right-hand man to the left, C. Wayne, my producer, Brandon Torres, and of course, for myself, Hoot Hobbs, you've been listening to the Hoot Hobbs Show. We'll see you next week.